What's up, Comet fans? It is Shane Alberani back with another exciting adventure. That is the Huntington University Comets podcast. And this one, we do go on an adventure because this guy has been all around the world. He has seen things. He knows people. He has got terrific stories. It is Comet vet Stefano Giliotti. And uh, hey, he's a great dude. I hope uh, everyone enjoys his time here in Fort Wayne. Everybody gets to know him. Uh, he has got some great stories because, like I said, he's seen, seen it all. I mean, he has been everywhere. And we touch on that here during the the interview. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Here we go with myself and Stefano Giuliani. These chairs, eh? Yeah, man, those are the original chairs from the Coliseum. No way. This is before uh, they renovated it. So, uh, yeah, I managed to snag a couple of those. It was not a fun trip to try and get those out of the Coliseum to my okay. car and then up here. Okay. How old are these going to be? Uh, th this is the original seat, so it's 1952. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Aren't they cool? They're really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, hey, how, how did you make that sausage that you served up on the, on the bus the other day? So, they're actually um, my brother-in-law, my wife's brother, and uh, their family, they make the sausage in the garage, and they... They mash up the meat. Yeah. They have the... The, the, the grinder. Yeah. And, yeah. and they, they pour it out into those those uh, vacuum-sealed bags. Yeah. And, um, then they got... You got to hang it for a while, right? And then... Uh, I don't know. It's a huge process. I'm not too familiar <laughs> with it. But I just know it tastes good. And yeah. Italian families do it. And I love it. So, so you've not learned that specialty yet. No, I haven't. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm usually not there when when it's the time of season to do it. Yeah, but uh, I, I kind of know the process, but uh, I'll have to learn. Not quite I'll there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, hey man, glad you're here. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. Hey, uh, uh, how you liking Fort Wayne? I love it so far. Yeah, yeah. I love it so far. So far, um, the house that I'm living in is great. That uh, <laughs> comes from your. That's that's right. Uh, from from your side. Yeah. Um, that that you provided it's been it's been great i have uh i've had my my both my parents up with me uh they drove my wife and my my son and my daughter down with my mother-in-law so it's been a full house right now in the three bedroom <laughs> we're uh five adults and two kids oh but wow that, but, but the help has yeah. been nice yeah um and uh it's uh it's it's been great it's given it's been it's been giving me some time to kind of focus on hockey and um, settle in, and they've been helping with the with the settling in too. Yeah. Were so. you able to uh, get that crib up? Yeah, because I actually brought it over to the house, yeah. and I'm like, I can put this together. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I've, no, it's on him. I've actually put together <laughs> the exact yeah. same crib, so it was not that bad. Uh, I thought I was going to need a YouTube video, but I didn't. But I, oh, you know what? I actually put it together inside out i don't know if that makes sense uh, yeah yeah like, yeah, I yeah. Put the, and, and i looked at my wife and she's like i'm like i did it again and i had to <laughs> take it all apart and put it back so i was uh, i i almost got it the first try <laughs> yeah because yeah. i brought that over i'm like i can put this together for yeah. him no I, i'm not gonna no. try it yeah, because okay. you put the kid in it's just gonna it's just gonna yeah. fall right yeah. through <laughs> i don't need that <laughs> So, all right. So, the, yeah, you were a, you were kind of living a bachelor life there for a minute when you got here to town, right? So you were kind of I had about two weeks. Two weeks, man. You were loving it. I right? was playing <laughs> video games. I was ordering Uber Eats. <laughs> I, was, I was going out to eat. I was doing it all. Yeah. Uh, to tell you what, like you kind of you kind of not dream about it, but you're like, oh, those guys about families and wives. 
have it so good but after a week you're like man i can't i don't know if i can do right? this much longer like where's my family get yeah, them get, back over here i need to start getting my my my, my shit back together yeah here. you <laughs> get uh, you get a little lonely there yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> oh so okay so the so how long is the drive to, where are you from? Where are you, where are you living? I'm from season? Montreal. Okay. I'm from Montreal. Um, my wife's also from Montreal, born and raised there. Um, the drive was about 10 hours. wasn't so bad. Um, I came over by myself with my car, and uh, the team rented a car for us, for my family to come yeah. down. And uh, it was easy trip man it's like one highway the entire way yeah. you drive right through toronto right through detroit yeah so it's like literally one street the entire way for <laughs> 11 hours so it's not it's not like the the drives of europe you know yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean, how many places have you played i mean how many do you remember how many how many countries yeah so uh <laughs> so i i've I, i've i've been everywhere and um yeah well i started like, off i started off playing in the states and right. juniors I played in the, in the Quebec Major Junior League. There was a team when I played 15 years ago, uh, Lewiston, Maine. Yeah. Uh, Lewiston, Maine. Yes. So we were the only team in the States in the Quebec Major Junior League. And, uh, well, I actually got traded there after my first year. I was in Shawinigan. And uh, we had a great year. That's where I played with, with, yeah. uh, with legs. Um, and uh, after three years there, I signed an entry level with the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I got to come back to Canada. And played two years uh, for the Toronto Marlies. I played a little bit for the Reading Royals. Then uh, I got traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning on my entry level for my third year. And I played for the Norfolk Admirals for a full okay. season there. Um, I thought I was going to get re-signed with Tampa. They told yeah. me they were re-signing me. And come July 1st, they gave me the call. They're like, yeah, well, we went in a direction. Which is fine, which I understand. It's a yeah, business. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of stuck without a job there July 1st. I'm like, man, as I had European <laughs> agents calling me and European teams calling yeah. me. Like, we know you have a European passport. Like, would you like to come to Europe? I'm like, no, no. Yeah, and yeah. I'm signing this contract yeah. with, with the Lightning. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of stuck without a place to go. And um, Bolzano, who is kind of like the like the top Italian yeah, team yeah. In, in Italy, offered me a contract. And... Uh, and I went there, and I think it was it was a it was a good transition from North America to Europe because I spoke the language because there's yeah. a lot of familiar things to me because I have family there still. So um, a lot of times when guys go over from North America to Europe, it's a huge cult culture shock. Like yeah, uh, the year after I played in Finland, where if I would have went straight from from Canada to Finland, yeah, I think it would have been a lot tougher than going from Canada to Italy then to Finland, yeah. you know? So, uh, so I, I ended up signing a contract with, uh, uh, well, I, I had a really good year in, in Italy. Yeah. Finished one of the top scorers. Uh, we won the championship and, um, I got offered a tryout in La Peranta, Finland, which was uh, a really, really tiny town yeah. near Russia, but in the top league. Yeah. So it's, uh, so it was a really good opportunity. It was a, uh, a one-month tryout, and they, uh, I did really good, and they ended up taking me. But this yeah. was during the lockout. Okay. So there was a lot of uh, a lot of NHL guys coming yeah. over. So I knew I had to do really good to stay on the yeah. team because these guys were flocking over, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I better score some goals. And and I did start off quite well. I think I 
I had like six points in ten yeah. games or something. And uh, so, sorry, after the tryout, they they offered me a contract, and I had six points in ten games. And it was during the lockout, and they brought me in their office, and they're like, "Listen, uh, listen, Julie, really like you. You're doing great, but you know we have some NHLers coming over, so." We're going to respect your contract, but you're not going to play anymore this season. Uh, oh. You're going to sit in the stands for the rest <sighs> of the season, so we suggest you find another team. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I thought I had a you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, they had signed Corey Emerton at the time, and I'm sitting in the stands for my first game, and I, I'm calling my agent. My agent's like, like Julia, I, I can't even find any Chellers teams <laughs> in Europe because all these all these NHLers want to go over to Europe. Yeah, and if these teams can, there's not even places for NHL teams. Yeah. Where, where am I going to find you a place? Right, right. You know, he's like, unless you want to go back to Italy. I'm like, I, I kind of don't want to go back to Italy. I did what I had to do there. So he's like, look, just wait it out. You never know what's going to happen. And um, I was this 23 year old kid sitting in the stands in Finland. You know, uh, a world away from my family, not yeah. speaking the language, with no friends. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Uh, I'm like, I just, I should probably just take the first flight and get yeah, out. And I'm sitting right. in the stands, and the guy who they just signed went to go block a shot, uh, broke his finger <laughs> on his first or second shift yeah. of the game. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm I, I, should, I, should probably get, I should probably be ready next game. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, you're back in the lineup, G. Yeah. And uh, and it was a crazy story where I uh, I scored uh, 15 points in the next 10 games. Yeah. I uh, I won Player of the Month in November that year. I was uh, I went on a, a 12 game point streak. Uh, I was Player of the Month in November, 12 game point streak. And by like the 10th game, I remember the 10th game we played against Jokerit, and Eric Carlson was the defenseman there. And uh, there was a big art. We had a packed stadium, and I scored three goals, and Eric Carlson was minus three. Or I scored yeah. two goals, and Eric Carlson was minus two, and I was matched up against him. And my GM came in the room after and pulled me out, waved me over. Jilly, come here, come here, come here. He's like, uh, by the way, we don't want you to find another team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of want you to see how we want that you changes. to stay. Yeah, <laughs> we, we you know we we want you to stay here, and we're actually taking your option for the year after. <laughs> So they had, they had the option to keep me for another year. So I actually played two years for that team after that. And then uh, I ended up signing. I did two years there in La Peranta, which was a really good experience. I, I, I did really well there. Then I signed in Helsinki, which is also in Finland, which yeah. is another top team in Finland. Um, much bigger city. Yeah. Obviously, Helsinki's uh, the hockey mecca of, yeah. of Finland. And it was, uh, it was a great experience there. Um, I moved over to uh, sign the contract in... In the KHL after with uh, Zagreb. So with Russia. So with, you've, yeah. So we've been to Italy, we've been to Finland, and we've yeah. been to Russia right yeah. now. Okay. So, so that's trying to trying to follow. Yeah. Zagreb <laughs> uh, is is in Croatia. Yeah. Part of the Russian league. Yeah. Okay. So you get to live. You don't have to live in Russia. Right. You get right. to play, you get to live in beautiful Croatia. Uh, <laughs> is it is it beautiful? It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's cheap. Yeah. Um, the weather's nice all year yeah. round. Um, there was a lot of Russian stories that I have. You know, obviously, uh, they they still owe me some money. <laughs> and uh, how's that going? Oh, it's a disaster. I even, even tried to get a lawyer to try and get it, so I even lost more money than they owe me. I had to pay a lawyer that probably did, did some some Croatian lawyer that probably didn't even uh, right. do anything. So, right, right. Uh, I lost even more money there. Uh, 
plus uh but the experience is good the hockey was great yeah yeah uh so it's a little shady though i mean those stories are kind of true that you absolutely. know that's absolutely a little Hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> they would, they, they would bring in towards the end of the year. The, the payments are starting to get late. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, the guys are getting together. We're like, we're not gonna play like next game. You know, I can, <laughs> I, I can swear to God, they would, they would pull some random guy off the street. Yeah. Put him in a suit. Bring him in our dressing room and be like, this is our new sponsor, guys. Don't worry. He's a multimillionaire. He's gonna be paying all our bills. And we're looking around like, they, this, they. The guy couldn't say it with like, no, no, he can't speak English. He only speaks Russian, but he's a multimillionaire. <laughs> he's going to be paying all our contracts. And the guys are looking at each other like, there's no way this guy's. That's guy. terrific. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, a month later, we still hadn't got paid, and they bring yeah. a new guy in. No, this is our new sponsor now. <laughs> I thought I just saw that guy at the corner there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Wait, you know uh, but, um, but there are some interesting stories at airports. I remember... Uh, I remember being, um, I forget what town it was. It might have been Novokuznets or somewhere in Siberia. I, I, I forget. And uh, Siberia? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the there was a huge storm because we'd, we'd, yeah. we'd, we'd fly in with the plane. Yeah. And the plane would stay there for the two or three days and it would fly out yeah. with the plane, right? But there was a massive snowstorm. And... We're like, well, we, we, we can't fly out of here because you've heard all about, you know, obviously right. there's the, there's the, the sad story of, of the plane going down mm -hmm. with the Russian team. So you always kind of have that in the back of your mind yeah. when, you're, when you're there. And, and uh, a lot of times, like, your your bus driver who's driving you around would get out and he'd be your he'd be your pilot, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember there was this massive snowstorm. We're like, we're not, we're, we, we cannot get out of here. And I don't know if you've ever seen a place uh, a plane get get de-iced. You go yeah, through yeah. these huge things and they, right. they spray it down. Yeah. And well, <laughs> we're in, we're in middle of nowhere, Russia, <laughs> and there's about four feet of snow on each wing of the plane. And we're like, this, this isn't going to work. Well, doesn't the pilot get out? Put a ladder across. Put a ladder on top of the. Uh, 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 leaning on the yeah. wing he climbs up and he's you're, you, I, I, I'll never forget this like looking out my window looking my, uh, out to my left and the pilot has a shovel and he's shoveling the, <laughs> the, the, the shoveling the snow off the, off the wing of the plane and, <laughs> and we had to wait like two hours for him to do that and as the snow was coming down yeah. it was just uh, futile effort yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you just have to like close your eyes Close your eyes, try and fall asleep, and just like hopefully you wake up and you're wherever your next destination is. So, wow. Uh, aside aside from that, the hockey was awesome. Yeah. Playing in Moscow, playing in Saint Petersburg in front, yeah. of, in front of 15, 20, 20,000 yeah. fans, playing against Alexander Radulov and and Kovalchuk and those those yeah. big players was an was an awesome experience. Yeah. Now, do you get yeah. paid in Russian? Do you? I mean, like. The country you're in, I mean, you get yeah. paid in that. Yeah. So we and yeah. and uh, our my contract was negotiated in U.S. dollars. Okay. So they would pay us equivalent to their to the Croatian currency in U.S. dollars. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And you played like I look at my list. You played in Switzerland, right? In yeah. Germany. Those so are then, two. Uh, <laughs> so then I, I, uh, I waited out that year. I, I, I waited out the next summer long. I had a long break that summer and uh i had a few few offers in germany but i really wanted to go to switzerland or i was gonna go back to finland yeah 
and it's just those opportunities weren't coming up. And I was calling my agent, like, I go back to Finland. I did great there. Like, what? You know, he's like, there's just no opportunities right now. Every team's full. And in Switzerland, it's a really tough league to get in. Really, really tough league to get in. If you don't have any NHL games, yeah. it's almost like the team's not interested really? in you, you know? It's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. They want the guys with the big names. The GMs kind of pride themselves in signing the players who have the NHL games. Yeah. You know? And I guess it covers their own ass. They'd be like, you know, if yeah. they signed this guy who had a bunch of NHL games, he doesn't do good. It's like, oh, well, you know, well, it's not my fault. Yeah. He says he's an NHLer here. Where, where, where if they sign a guy without any NHL games, he doesn't do good. It's like, well, why don't you sign a guy right. with it, you know, who looked good on Elite Prospects or, yeah. or, or Hockey DB, you know? Yeah. So I waited it out, and uh, I had a week-to-week trial offer in Davos where uh, they're paying me pretty good per week. And they said, come here. We have a spot open. Uh, we're planning on signing a big NHLer, but if you come here and do good, then uh, then we'll, we'll keep you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, at least you know, I'm not doing anything now. Let me just, let me just yeah. get over there. Uh, I go over there to Davos and they have this um, this coach who he's like a super famous Swiss coach his name is Arno he Arno's I don't know if that's his last name or first name super old school <laughs> guy very very old school guy uh, yelling and screaming all practice yelling and screaming during the game all the players have to sit down during the games all the players have to sit down on the bench yeah. and he stands in front of the bench and walks up and down, so he doesn't he doesn't stand behind the players. He stands in front of the players so that he can yell at the at the yeah. ref. He's closer oh, to the weird. ref to yell at him. Yeah. So all the players have to sit down, and he's when he yells at the players, he turns his back towards the play and yells at the guys. And uh, when I first got down there, I'll never I'll never forget. He um, my first game. You know, I show. I think I I got off the flight. I didn't sleep all night, and I got there at like eleven o'clock in the afternoon. And the game was at six. And he's like, you're playing tonight. And I'm like, ah, are you sure? And I wasn't ready to play. But I'm like, I don't think my, my, uh, my cards are ready. He's like, oh, they're ready. Don't worry, you're playing. <laughs> he comes in the room before the game. And he called for the whole, I think I was there for three, three weeks, three and a half weeks. He called me by every different pasta name. He didn't know my name. But he called me, he called me spaghetti, linguine, fettuccine. Anything but but Giuliani. He called me every pasta in the book, rigatoni, whatever. He, he didn't call you gelato, he which I would have gone to. Right. <laughs> that would have made more sense, right? He called me every pasta name, except for uh, not my name. And the first thing he says is, Linguini, look at me. If you want to stay on this team, you have to score five goals tonight. I, uh, okay. okay. Like, all right. I haven't slept in, in about 36 hours here. Let me try and stay on my feet. So I lasted about three and a half weeks there, and then they signed y- uh, Yarko Rutu, who was a big-time yeah, NHLer. Yeah. And he went in the papers after, and he was he was like, ah, we made a big mistake letting go of Giuliani, and uh, we should have kept him. It was a little premature thing. We signed the big NHLer, but, you know, anyways. I ended up going to, to Germany for three years after, which was a really good experience. Uh, that's where my uh, my son was born there, so it was great. It was a great little town that we played in, in a small little town in yeah. Germany in, in uh, Schwenningen. Uh, it was a bottom of the bottom of the league team. That's just how it works yeah. in Europe, right? The teams with more money, yeah, yeah. the teams that win, the teams with less yeah. money, are the teams who uh, 
who kind of struggle. And uh, we had, uh, had a great experience there. I really, really did. I had a really good coach in Pat Cortina who, uh, who really um, believed in me and taught me a lot of how to be a professional hockey player. Whereas, um, you know, before I was kind of the run-and-gun kid that, that uh, kind of did whatever he wanted. Yeah. Or, or I learned how to, be, how to be a real pro there. And uh, my last season, he had got fired, and our team was last, last place. And the whole year, I was like, I was talking to the GM. I'm like, let me go. Like, let me go. Let me go find another team where the, where, where the, we're in last place. We're not going to make playoffs. I'm your highest paid player. Let me go so that you guys can save money. Yeah. And I can go to a team who wants to win or, or you know, have another opportunity somewhere else. And he's like, you know, it's not the right time yet. Just wait. Just wait. And then I think at the end of January, beginning of February, he goes, okay, um, I'll let you go. We'll forfeit your last three three paychecks, and you can go find another team. Yeah. And I had signed uh, in Switzerland again in Langnau, which was a really good opportunity for me. Uh, in Switzerland, you can only dress four non-Swiss players. Oh, okay. okay. You can have up to seven. Uh, yeah. So you have seven import cards. So you can have seven on your roster, but only four can play at a time. So the team I signed with already had their four players. They hadn't made playoffs in like 15 years, but they were making playoffs this year. They had their four import players, and just in case one of them got hurt, they wanted a fourth one. Yeah. Uh, sorry, they, they wanted a yeah, fifth yeah. one, which was me, just in case someone got hurt. Yeah. So, um, so I, I got there with about 10 to 12 games before, um, before playoffs, and they needed like one or two wins to clinch the playoffs. So the guy's like, don't worry, once we clinch, you, we'll, we'll rest our other guys and you can play. And then come playoff time, whoever's playing the best, we'll play. Like, okay, great. I think they lost like, like eight games. They didn't, they didn't clinch with, until like one game, <laughs> one game before, before the playoffs. So I actually went in, uh, I went in one game before playoffs and I, I got two assists. I played a good game. And uh, I don't know if in... Uh, if you know this, but in Switzerland, if you're the top scorer, you wear a gold helmet. Oh, okay. 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 And uh, uh, someone, the guy actually was sick. There was a guy who was sick his uh, for the first game of playoffs. So I went in the, for the first game of playoffs. And in, in playoffs, it resets. Yeah. The point system resets. Okay, okay. So I went in my first game of, of uh, with, with Langnau, and I got three assists my first game. So my second game ever for this team i'm wearing this gold <laughs> helmet in playoffs you know this huge tar you got this huge target on your back like just this going right? out yeah that yeah. seems so, a little odd yeah yeah uh, <laughs> just put a big hit yeah. hit this guy exactly exactly <laughs> i actually had it in finland too in finland they, they do it too uh actually the one, sorry the one in finland is gold is a gold helmet and the one in switzerland has flames on it and your jersey and the, your jersey doesn't have your number it just yeah. has flames in the back so you don't wear your actual jersey. You That's wear the top score for the top score. Right? The top top score. score. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. You have a, 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 a helmet with flames, and the jersey has flames in the back. And Finland is the one with the with the gold. But uh, yeah, so my second game in Swiss. But uh, anyways, we ended up losing that game. So they ended up putting, or I ended up. I think I played two games in the playoffs, and they ended up putting back their four guys yeah. who, who were healthy again. And uh, that was a great experience for me. Um, but. Uh, I wasn't able to stick there, which I thought 
I was I was good enough yeah. to, to play because it is probably the top yeah. league in Europe, and I always kind of had my chance in Switzerland. I wasn't able to stick there, but uh, that was okay. I ended up going to back to Italy after the team who I'd played for ten years before, where yeah. I started my year in in, yeah. in in Europe. I signed back with them, uh, and uh, played two years there with 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 Bolzano. Uh, they had moved up a league in the meantime. They weren't in the Italian league anymore. They were in the Austrian league, which is now the ICHL, which is a much more competitive yeah. league. Uh, so it was much more competitive hockey, and uh, and I played there for two seasons. And last year I was in Asiago, which is another beautiful Italian town. Um, you know, it just with my family and with my wife speaking Italian. My wife is also Italian, like yeah. me. Uh, my kids all have their my kids have their Italian passports. My wife has her Italian passport, so. It's just like a towards your end of your career, um, it was the right decision to, yeah. to, to go there and kind of uh, enjoy my last years where I thought it was going to be probably my last year when I went there my first time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll go play there, play one year, and then it's one more year, yeah, and then yeah. it's one more year, <laughs> and now it's, you know, now, you know it, it, the, the, the hockey was great there, but it's, it's playing hockey on vacation. Uh, right, bit, you right, know, right, you're, right. you're on vacation a little right. bit, and the competitiveness isn't what it is here. Yeah. I think I missed that. Yeah, I missed that a lot, and I wanted to feel that again. At any point during all of these travels, did you like, I want to go back to North America, or was you just are always just focused on Europe, just uh, staying there? I. It sounds like a lot. I would have <laughs> <that> ten yeah. years. <laughs> the the. I would have had to give up a lot of salary sure we're in the prime of my career sure. prime of my money making okay, exactly yeah um i would have had to i would have to give up a lot yeah to uh to come back here uh i had little flashes where you know i thought at one point the the new york islanders were going to sign me to a two-way and then i thought there was like little flashes where i was like i, right. I might come back and where I was making six figures in, in, in Europe, yeah. tax-free in euros, when the euros is at 1.6, yeah. to come back would have been would have been a, a huge pay cut, right. you know? Sure. And uh, not that I wouldn't have taken it if I had an NHL yeah. contract. You know, it's tough. To, it's, uh, yeah. it's always tough to, or a two-way NHL, AHL contract. It would have been tough to, to say no to that. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's all it's all it's all things you, you you sit down and think about. Yeah, you know how many years do I have left? How much money can I make here? Yeah, how much? Uh, you know, sh is there even a chance I can go to the NHL? Yeah, you know, because really it's only worth it. It would have only worth it if I would have played sure. in the NHL. You know, sure. Uh, so there is a lot of. Uh, it, you're always thinking, well, where do I want to go next? What country do I want to go next? Why do I want to go to that country? Yeah. Is the money worth it? Is the living good? You're calling guys who have played there yeah. years before. Yeah. How's the living? How are the apartments? How how do they treat you? And you really don't really know until you get there, you know? Yeah. Um, it's more straightforward here, you know? Like, you know, yeah. you know you're living in the U.S. You know you're living in somewhere in Canada. You know you're going to get treated well. You know it's professional. Yeah. You know the apartments are... Are, are modern you know you're gonna have a 
at least a 50-inch TV. You know, you're going to have a normal-sized fridge, a washer-dryer, you know, yeah. a dishwasher, you yeah. know. Whereas in Europe, sometimes, you know, you have your little mini-fridge where you can only fit what you're having to eat that day, right. you know. Like you yeah. go, you, when, you, when you're in Europe, you go to the grocery store and you're – you're buying your breakfast, lunch, and dinner that morning. When you go for your walk, or you're going, yeah. you, you go to the rink. You're on your way back to the rink. You're buying, you're buying your, your your lunch and your dinner, and that's all that can fit in your fridge. Maybe a couple of water bottles, and you know some eggs. <laughs> and that's it. And you know you have a, a lot of times you only have a washer, yeah. and your dryer, a little mini washer that can fit two, three towels in it, and then you're you're hanging everything up. As uh, that's your dryer. You're, oh, hanging, wow. you're hanging everything up. You know. Yeah. Uh, you're doing your dishes by hand, which is fine. Like you kind of get used to it, and yeah. you kind of, you know, I'm not saying I'm high, I, I'm not high maintenance at all because I I've, I've, I did it for for 11 years, right, you know? right. Uh, and you kind of get used to it, but it's nice when you come back. <laughs> it's nice when you come back, and you can you can you can do your your full laundry, and you can you have a huge fridge, and you can go to Walmart, and you can go to <laughs> Target or these little things that that yeah. you forget about. Uh, when you're over there and you know did you uh, live there year round I didn't so you did would, so you so would come home I would go up. I would go up for training camp by yeah. myself and my wife would meet me after training camp the, the, the training camps are so long there you'd have up to um, sometimes up to six weeks of oh, two days oh wow six weeks of two days sometimes <laughs> you pay like 12 12, 12 yeah. uh, preseason games well I guess that, that truly is a training camp it's meant to get you in shape you oh, know yeah. so well, that's it yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> a lot of times and I was telling the guys here and they're, they're I don't know if they, but they believe me or not, but I was, I'd leave my equipment in Europe because you skate so much when you're there. Yeah. You skate twice a day for six weeks that I did not need to skate back in the summertime. Whereas I, where I would just get in shape, get it, get as in much shape as possible. And when I get there, then I'd start skating. You yeah. know, I'd be in super shape, get there and then have six weeks to skate to get ready for the first yeah. season game. Whereas here, you want to show up and you want to... Oh, right, you right, have, right. You have one week to impress the coach, right. to make the team, to, to solidify your spot yeah. in the roster. Yeah. And that... Uh, so you, you better be skating. You better be in top shape. You better be, you know... So, yeah. So it was a little bit of a... And what... <laughs> I didn't know I was signing here, so I, I actually left my, <laughs> my equipment in Europe. <laughs> so when I found out I signed here, I'm like, I don't, I don't have knee pads. I don't have elbow pads. I don't have shoulder pads. I, don't have, I have nothing. <laughs> so I actually went to my... my um, my godson's house and took his like I will, I'm, I'm i have junior elbow pads really? right now. i have junior elbow pads and knee pads and i'm still using those i, I got new knee pads and yeah. new, new shoulder yeah. pads yeah they, the for obviously uh skyler uh so, so you're still your gear is still in europe my gear is still in europe but i got all new stuff here i, I bring my skates home but um that's my, my gear still in, yeah my gear is still in europe but i i skated so much with my with my my little cousin's elbow pads that I got used to them. So Skylar like modified them and put like extra padding. So I'm yeah. still using those junior elbow pads right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But did your cousin get new pads? <laughs> Is he skating know. around with nothing? I'm not sure. I think he he grew out of them. <laughs> so he's got his own new elbow pads, and I I'm using his the ones he used when he was a kid. So. Um, so did your uh, how long have you been with your wife? Did she go through this whole adventure with you? Yeah, so she oh, loves wow. it. Wow, she loves it more than me. Man. God bless her. I know she loves it more than me. I I always told her. I said uh, her name's Lena, and I said Lee, like the second you don't want to do this anymore, I'm done. Yeah, and she loves it. And oh wow, that's she loves, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, she's. I mean, she gets it. Yeah, yeah. And the kids love it. So uh, 
yeah, it's, I'm, I'm super fortunate to be able to to keep on doing what I love with people that also enjoy it yeah. you know, and, and love it also. So, no, she's great. She's the best mom in the world. She takes care of the kids. The kids are, are also two super well-behaved kids <laughs> who, who, you know, when they they look back and I'm going to be able to tell them, hey, you were born in Germany. You went, to yeah. s- you went to preschool in Italy. You went to kindergarten in Fort Wayne. And, you're, you know, <laughs> you, you've, you've lived in, in Germany and, you know, in all these crazy places. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you, I think they'll look back and, you know, they'll, they'll be fortunate. That, yeah, yeah. That so did you, you meet your wife in Canada? I mean, is that, is that yeah, you guys, she, you guys she, grew up? She's from a town. She's yeah. from the same town as me. Okay. Her parents are also Italian. Okay. Her dad was born in Italy. Um same like my parents. My parents were born in Italy, so she speaks Italian too. Yeah. yeah. So you can speak Italian, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes yeah. Of course. My wife took one Italian class last last winter. I said, I, I said, hey, I think this guy. When you came to town, I'm like, hey, I think he uh, speaks Italian. Like, you know, you can talk to him. Like, she's like I took one class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know like ten words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. If you don't, if you don't keep up with it, it's, it's tough to it's tough to to hold it. But yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, is your mom and dad, are they, did they speak Italian or? So, yeah, so yeah of they, course, of yeah, course. They, um, my, my dad came down, came over to North America when he was 22, I believe. Okay. 21 or 22. So my dad came over. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom, uh, came over in the boat when she was like one or two years oh, old. Oh, wow. In my grandmother's arms while my grandmother's pregnant with my uncle. <laughs> and so that's, uh, they have, they have, they have two different stories, but both of them, both of them came from, from Italy, come to. Did you ever get a chance? Where well, you're in Italy, did you get a chance to visit those towns they absolutely, were from? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we still have family there who that's neat. Who uh, who would come watch our games? Who knew nothing about uh, hockey before right. before me ever going to play in Italy? And then now they're huge hockey fans. And yeah. they, they come to my games. They stay. They would stay at my apartment and and they uh, you know they have my jerseys and everything. And they were super <laughs> proud. And my my parents would come down for at least a month every year and stay in my apartment. And, yeah. And do the tour of Italy, see their family, and watch my games and stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, is there a favorite uh, country that you like, like to sightsee? Yeah. Like, is there one like yeah. this is the, this is more beautiful than this? You know? Yeah. That's that's a, that's a question I I I I, I get a lot. Um, and it's so hard to answer because every. I mean, you've country, seen everything. I mean, I can't imagine what all yeah, you've seen. I yeah, mean. every country has their their ups and downs. Yeah. for Sure. Uh, I mean, just being in Switzerland and seeing the Alps. And yeah. Even, even in Italy, where I was, was in the Alps. It was in uh, both towns in the Alps. Yeah. Uh, as Iago, we li- the, the town is literally on top of a mountain, and and you, whenever you have to go anywhere, you're, you're <laughs> driving forty five down, uh, forty five uh, minutes down the mountain. Yeah. Um, Helsinki is obviously a beautiful country too. They have beautiful winters, and uh, they're they're just uh, amazing people down there. Friendly people. Uh, Italy has the food, and the, yeah. and you know uh, Switzerland has the has the 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 cleanliness, and obviously the you know like the, yeah. the people are so fancy yeah, yeah. and and polite, and you know uh, uh, it's tough to say. Croatia also beautiful weather all year round uh it's so hard to say what yeah because in every place has their ups and downs for sure uh i i can't pick one i can't pick okay let's go off of food who are the best food oh italy has the best food for sure (laughs) now how do you don't i would just blow up i just explode with all that pasta that's all well you know what you know what people (laughs) i I tell people this uh, i'm i'm actually lactose intolerant me too me too I know, I know your feeling. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I can't eat. I can't eat pizza. Every single one of our post game uh, meals was pizza. 
Oh, and I can't. God. I can't have pizza. I can't have the gelato. I can't eat uh, any cheese there, aside from the old, the old uh, yeah. cheese. Asiago. I don't know if it is named after Asiago cheese. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a special Tell. type of cheese, and um, they're famous. There's like like cheese. Uh, conventions in, uh, in in our town all the time and I'm just sitting there while everyone's eating cheese like uh. <laughs> see I, I can eat cheese yeah. I can't eat yogurt or yeah. like anything with uh, cream cheese or heavy cream okay. like I that will put me in the bathroom for a week yeah, oh, I'm the same way I'm, I can't I can't touch anything I can't touch anything. Really? I, uh, I actually did the, that test there where you, you blow in the... Yeah, yeah I haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah. The, you did it, and the, the, the lady in Germany just gave me, like, the X, the <laughs> sign of, like, the, she was like, cheese, and she just, like, don't, don't. don't I've discovered I, it took me a long time to actually try lactose-free milk because my wife was like, you could probably, you know, for yeah. years and years and years. And I tried it, and, like, I had my first bowl of cereal in, like, a decade. Yeah. Because now I, I, can, I can tolerate it. I love it. Lacto- it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, almond milk, lactose-free milk. Uh, oat milk, or hold like I feel bad for my family because everyone has to <laughs> has to drink those, and everyone has to have lactose-free cheese now. But I'm too bad, man. I <laughs> yeah. Well, I could have it in the house, but it's like it would be a mistake because I would actually grab it on mistake, and the next yeah, thing you know, yeah, I'd be. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. Done that too. Done that too. <laughs> so yeah, that would suck not having to be able to eat a pizza in Italy. Yeah. Is it different? Is the pizza different in Italy than it is here? I mean, yeah, of course. You've obviously, it, it really sample is. pizza yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, of course. You can get, you can get good pizza everywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can get good pizza in Montreal. Yeah. You know, just like you could here, and um, but there's just good pizza everywhere in Italy. You know, like, so. oh yeah, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't imagine eating. Yeah. It. Ah, so so you played with Olivier. That's how you got. That's how you got here. Was yes. the big guy? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he called me. Um, he called me about two years ago. Yeah, and obviously we follow each other on Facebook. And you guys had won the championship. Yeah. and I'd I'd, I'd written to him. Yeah, oh, congrats. It's great to yeah. see you. You know, I followed his career as a coach and a player, and now then I saw he was a coach and followed his career as a coach. And he was. Uh, after you guys had won, I had messaged him, congratulations. He's like, yeah, you know, you would love it here, Jilly. Like, whenever you want to come, mm-hmm. just, you know, send me a message and we'll have yeah. a talk. And uh, <coughs> that was about, I'd say the first time we, we, we he ever mentioned coming here was about three years ago, maybe. Yeah. We kept in touch. And every year he's like, Jilly, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? And, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And uh, last year I was kind of talking to my wife and we were going back and forth and I got the offer in Asiago so I ended up going there um, but this year just felt right it felt like the yeah. right thing to do and he, you know obviously he, he always said great things about, about it and uh, for me the most important thing is how can you take care of my family Yeah, are my family going to be taken sure. care of Sure, uh, that's the first question I'm going to have for you um, obviously I've made my money other places mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not at my top income of my You're doing it for your love, right? Because you, you, you still love it. You know? I do it because yeah. I love it. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I have my coaching and skills coaching background. Yeah. Uh, and when Olivier and Ben offered me the uh, the player coach position, mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting because it could, it could propel me. Well, it, it could advance my career and I would be able to learn a lot from these guys. Yeah. So obviously it'd be great for my resume. One, two, I'd be able to sit down in the coaching room yeah. and ask championship ECHL championship yeah. coaches questions. Obviously Ben comes from a coaching family. Uh, Olivier's 
my good friend that, yeah. that, that I played with and who who are champions and for me to you know sit down in a room with them for an entire season and pick their brains and and really know learn the coaching side of the game uh would be invaluable you know and aside from being a comet playing in the best city in the ECHL playing in front of 7 to 10,000 fans a game yeah uh playing competitive hockey again you know like it was just everything was just like like how are we going to say no to this place how is this <laughs> You know, it was, how can, how can we, how can we pass up this opportunity? Yeah. So, uh, the stars aligned and, you know, obviously I had great conversations with Ben, uh, obviously Olivia and you before, uh, I, I spoke a few times, with, uh, I spoke, had a few conversations with, uh, with David and he was great yeah. and, uh, sat down with my wife and it was kind of like when David gave me that, called me and gave me that, that official offer. It was a 37-second conversation with my wife, and we're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I want to meet yeah. your wife. She sounds awesome. She sounds like a cool chick. She's great. Yeah, she is great. She's a good cook. I'll have you over I'm for sure. some time. It sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure she takes good care of you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, so your kids, how are they? One and three? Is that? My son is five now. Oh, five. He okay. just started at Cedarville okay. Elementary. Okay. Uh, he's loving it there, and my daughter's too. Two, okay. Two, yeah. Wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna get the my son. My son's doing great. He's gonna start on the ice soon too. Yeah, with John, we're gonna get him on uh, the ice house there. Well, uh, so he's the same age as Cooper, Ben's son. The same age as yeah. Cooper, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, that's nice. And of course, yeah. Olivier's got his, you yeah. know, eight, ten kids or whatever eight he's kids, up to now. 12, t- ten dogs, <laughs> right? <laughs> two cats. You know. Now I have to say, I marvel at those two, yeah. at Rachel yeah. and and, and yes. Legs, because yes. they have got the dogs, they've got the kids, yeah. and somehow they're just yeah. as happy as can be. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I, you I guys are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So, yeah. so the kids are digging it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Have yeah. they been to the game yet? Have they? Uh, my 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 daughters actually been sick. They come. Oh, they no. came to visit me and with a bunch of runny noses and and fever. Oh and no! Was, yeah, the first few days were tough. But I was like, oh, great it's to a, see it's you like guys. Great, but I can't be around you. Great, yeah, great to see you guys. I, I give them my first hug and they're coughing and sneezing in my face. I'm like, no, oh. I'll be in the garage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, my son my son came to both games. Uh, he loves it. Obviously, yeah. He he he, he eats it up. You know. Uh, Skyler actually surprised him with his jersey. Oh, uh, really? With his first jersey the other <laughs> night, and he was he was so hyped about that. Uh, my daughter hasn't been yet. She's feeling better, so yeah. Uh, so our, our next home game, she'll, yeah, she'll yeah. Be there. So mom gets to stay at home with the kids. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Do you? Uh, I mean, do you aspire now to be a coach? I mean, is that is that where you are? Because you're what, 35, 36? So um, I'm thirty five. I'm gonna be. Uh, I have. Um, my skills coaching background yeah so when i played in the spangler cup for team canada um which the spangler cup uh, is kind of like a tournament they have is, is, yeah. is a tournament they yeah, have yeah. in switzerland yeah where they choose the the best players outside of the nhl to yeah. go play against swiss teams and the top teams and yeah. they choose like five or six teams in uh, in europe sometimes they have russian teams too and uh I was chosen for Team Canada, and I was on the the, the Team Canada alumni uh, emailing list. Mm-hmm. And um, I got an email one day: "Would you like to be a Hockey Canada skills coach?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is interesting," because I'd I'd already been doing that back home, teaching kids and stuff. So I signed up, and I and I I put my application, and I really didn't think I was going to get it because they only choose twenty coaches. 
and I had a really good recommendation from my, my coach at the time in Germany. And uh, I got chosen out of 20, 20 coaches in all, yeah. in all of Canada. So they flew me over to Calgary, and they they had us over there for a week. With the they brought they brought the best NHL coaches there. We spent the full week three on the, on the ice three times a day, just like learning from the best skills coaches in the yeah. whole world. And I did that for a week, uh, which was which was one of the best like learning experiences I've 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 had. And yeah, an eye opening really to to how much how much there is to learn in the game of hockey you know and uh after that it took about a year year and a half to to get my certification because they put you through all these tasks oh, okay. that you have to complete yeah and i did that and finally i got my hockey canada stamp hockey canada skills coach stamp so i'm doing the skills coach side of things um i have a gym a, a hockey gym back home in montreal i'm the personal trainer there i train oh, okay uh, i train young athletes okay. young uh, young hockey players uh, off the ice in the gym and we have like kind of shooting area downstairs where, where they can yeah. shoot also too. So it's like a, it's like a gym slash hockey. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a hockey player yeah. gym basically. Or yeah. A, a, athletes gym. And I, I, I train, uh, I'm the trainer, the head trainer there. So I do the, I do the skills things. I, I do the, uh, the, the, the personal trainer thing, the, the athletic training. And now I'm kind of looking at the coaching side of it too. Uh, I also own a. It's called Montreal Spartans. It's a triple A organization for kids. Okay. We have uh, we had ten yeah. teams. We we kind of lost it throughout COVID, but we had about ten to twelve teams at yeah. one point. And uh, all the coaches would be players coming back, East Coast players or yeah. players coming back from Europe that are looking for jobs in the summertime, and we put them behind the bench and they'd coach. Yeah. They'd coach these eight-year-olds or ten-year-olds yeah. or twelve-year-olds. And I would coach two or three of those teams. So I enjoyed that, coaching the kids. But this is my first real experience of of knowing what it takes to be a professional yeah. coach. Uh, not just being uh, a good hockey mind, but understanding the manage, management. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's so much. so much. Because you're juggling oh, personalities. You're juggling everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I and, mean. And it's really eye-opening. And really interesting. Yeah. Like Ben's not only a good hockey mind; yeah. he's a good manager too. Uh, right. Like, right. Yeah, and it's and there's so much that comes into it that I didn't even know existed. So <laughs> I'm just trying to soak everything in. I, I, I my job right now um, as a players' coach is I, I, sh I, I show up about an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes before the players. Yeah. We, we usually have to be there for eight forty-five for a ten o'clock practice. I'm usually there at seven thirty, seven forty-five. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in the room with with uh, with legs and uh, and Ben, and we just shoot the shit about what's going on, who they have coming up, who they yeah. are coming down, what they have on the table, what what the plans are for practice, what they're looking for, what why we're going to be doing this practice, and um, we just talk about everything that's going on, and it's 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 so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, and I go in there, and my eyes are open. And I'm asking yeah. questions, and Ben's stressed out. And I'm like, I love this. He's like, Well, I'm I'm glad somebody likes it. I'm glad it's fun for you, Jilly. <laughs> and he's, just, you know, I'm like, it is fun for me. <laughs> you know, until I'm in your like position. Uh, yeah. Until Sounds I'm in, like him. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. you mentioned the COVID. Uh, you, you were in Europe. I mean, that was a mess when all that happened. Oh, I mean, man. could you get back? I was in, or? I was in Italy. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember, but Italy was the first uh, right, after China. Right, right, right. Italy was the first place yeah. I was hit, and uh, my wife was pregnant. 
Oh my! And I remember. Because <laughs> I know so many guys funny, have problems getting I, back I, home. Yeah. yeah. And I remember my my buddy on my team showing those those pictures of the people eating the bats. I don't know. Oh, geez. I don't, it was terrible. <laughs> okay. Like no one knew what was going on. <laughs> right, right, right. Like yeah, but they're eating bats. You yeah, know, that's why they. Of course, yeah, it was, no, a, it was a stupid <laughs> side. It was just and. Um, and then Italy started to get hit, and we're like, yeah. "Oh man, like this is this." And we always were, we were blaming the guy on our team. This is your fault, you know. You're showing these yeah, videos, yeah. but uh, it, it was actually really, really scary. Um, I remember feeling sick on the plane on the plane home. Yeah, because it was just it was just cause everyone was talking about it, everyone so everybody, about, yeah, you're wearing masks, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, and our league canceled really quick. Yeah, we we're actually in the middle of the playoffs. And we were up three nothing oh. in the first round against uh, a Czech team. Yeah, and they're like, "We don't want to play you anymore. You're, you guys are from Italy, and Italy's Italy's the only country that has that, that, yeah. that has COVID. Yeah. We don't want to play you guys anymore." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So, you know, like, <laughs> so they actually shut down the whole league after that. Yeah, and uh, the Trudeau actually said, "If you're out, he actually announced like, if you're not in Canada right now." Yeah. You better get home as quick as possible. So they booked us our flights home, and I remember being feeling sick on the way home, and uh, everyone was, our whole families were scared because yeah. we were coming back yeah. from Italy, and anybody that spoke about Italy was was petrified. Right. And I'm like, I turned to my wife. I'm like, I- I'm sick, man. Like I have fever. I'm really scared yeah. right now. And we went from the airport. We landed at the airport. My wife was pregnant. All four of us, me, my wife, and my son. Went straight to the hospital, and I remember going to the front desk and saying, I just landed from a flight from Italy. Yeah. I have fever right now. I need to get tested yeah, for COVID. Yeah. We were, we were, I was petrified. And I just remember the ladies, uh, the, the, the poor girl at the front desk, her eyes were, uh, were so big. Yeah. And she's like, just go in that room and close the door immediately. Yeah. So they put us in this room, and uh, this tiny room... We we had, we were probably on no sleep for 24 hours, and um, they were like peeking. I remember like people people other other nurses like peeking like yeah. looking at us like we were yeah. aliens, and they came into this they came into our room uh, into our room in hazmat suits. I'm telling you, hazmat suits, and the guy did not want to come close to us, and they threw away everything in the room when we left. Yeah. Everything they sent like it, and they're like, "Go home, don't talk to nobody, and we'll we'll call you in two days with the yeah. results and it was we were petrified one i we didn't know what it was right no oh yeah, 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 two, my wife was pregnant, too. yeah, and obviously no one knew anything. they were saying, well, uh dogs can get it there was all these oh, right, crazy right, rumors, right, right. right, and you didn't know how it affected pregnant people, yeah, or anything. so it was a really scary time, uh obviously. Very fortunate that nothing happened. Yeah. So you didn't have it say. at the end of the day. You didn't, I, I, you didn't. I was negative. I was negative. Okay. Exactly. But uh, probably just like in my own mind. Oh, sure. oh yeah. It's yeah, power yeah. of suggestion. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that was that was frightening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like man, you got it all figured out. I mean, you're well, doing you're doing well. Um, I am. I've 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 been fortunate <laughs> enough to have uh, have a good career and. I worked hard at it. Yeah. Know? And there yeah. was a lot of sacrifice. There was a lot of being away from family. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was fortunate to have the best wife in the world who supported me throughout the entire process. Yeah. Because uh, 
like I said, if it wasn't uh, the second that she said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, it would have yeah. been done on the spot. But, you know, she loves it just as much as yeah. I do. And um, it's so much funner when you're doing it with, with someone <laughs> absolutely, else. Absolutely, absolutely. So. What's the difference in the ice surface? I mean, coming back to North America, isn't that a big yeah. shift? Is that a big thing? Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, I've... The first few practices, we're doing breakouts. And because the the, the rink is like five feet wider yeah. on each side, um, we would do breakouts. And when you're doing breakouts, um, I'm on the left side, and you kind of like skate backwards yeah. and take as much room as possible. And I kept on, I kept on bumping into the boards. <laughs> Puck could be coming to me, and I like, like, keep on bumping into my helmet with fly. And I'm like, geez, I don't have that extra, I don't have that extra five feet. Yeah. Yeah, I got to readjust. But for sure, you have to get rid of the quad puck quicker you have to know what you're doing yeah before you get the puck way before you get the puck your yeah head, you you better look you better see who's coming and you better know where the puck's going yeah before you get it because if you get it and you try to figure it figure it out later where in europe i did have that time that luxury to do that yeah you know kind of handle the puck pick my head up then skate pick up my yeah. speed and go no here you gotta have your head up Know where it's going. Know where your players are. Know where the puck's gonna gonna have to go, while you have bigger defensemen, faster defensemen yeah. coming down, and you're ready to take your head off. You know? Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a lot more physical play here for sure. Uh, the ice surface makes your decision time a lot less. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta move the puck, yeah. and uh, players are faster and stronger. <laughs> man. These kids. This, this, yeah, I'll tell you what. This league was not like this. Really. 14 years ago yeah. when I played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's it, it's it's pretty good. These yeah. young guys, these young guys can skate. <laughs> and these young guys can move, man. So I'm trying to do my best to keep up with them. Uh, and they so. keep getting bigger. It seems like every year yeah. these guys come through the dressing room. Like I'm either I'm shrinking yeah. or everyone's getting bigger. <laughs> this it, is right? crazy. That's it. I feel like I was big at one right? point. You know, <laughs> looking at these guys, I'm six eight. Like what? <laughs> Even though they made skates that big. right? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, you're like the dad of the group. I mean, yeah. you kind of have to take that role. I mean, you got yeah. 21 year old. Kids, nine, twenty-year-olds. Yeah, Jeez. that's it. That's it. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm kind of settling into that role right now. Yeah. I feel like uh, I'm getting to know a lot of the guys. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to open up to some of the guys. I feel like maybe some of them behave around me a little bit right, right. now because they, <laughs> the they, adult they, in the room. They, yeah. they, I'm the adult in the room, yeah. and also maybe yeah. I have that coaching that yeah. you know I'm a player coach, and they know like yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know I I talk to Ben and Ollie a lot, so maybe they're trying to behave around me, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm oh, fine yeah. with that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, um, I try to set an example. I work hard and do my own thing. And uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm. Ben made it clear before I got here, and you know, and that's exactly what I wanted. Is I'm, I'm a player first here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not done being a player yet. You know. Yeah. I'm. It's great that I'm that I'm learning from him and I'm in the coach's office. But first, I'm a player. Yeah. I want to help win a championship as a player. If I can help on the coaching side of things, I'll take on whatever I can take on. And Ben was very clear about that, and he was open to that too. And uh, but I'm here to be a player, score goals, and help this team win the championship <laughs> in the, in that way. And also, that's what we want to hear, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So glad you're in, you're enjoying it here, and we're Thank we're you, glad man. you're here, brother, Thank man. You. This is it's been, great. It's been a- outstanding having you here, watching you play, and uh, having you here on the show. It's been yes, great, sir. Uh, it was a pleasure being here, and uh, and I can't wait to see what, what what we have in the future with this team. And we got a great group of guys, and. Uh, I think I, 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 although the start hasn't been what it, what it, what it, what we hope for, I think we have, we'll uh, turn it around. I think we have what it takes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.
Pure gold, my friend. Wasn't that a terrific interview with Stefano Giuliani? Could have talked to him for another two, three, four hours maybe. Uh, so that means we just might have to do that before the season uh, concludes. Uh, but what a great dude. What a great guy. Uh, glad he's here in Fort Wayne. And I'm so glad you had a chance to sit here and listen to this episode because it was a good time. And I want to thank you for listening to all the episodes. We've got all kinds of entertainment here on this podcast. So if you haven't already, go back and start listening to some of the archived uh, episodes. And this one is in the archives. It is done. We got another one coming up next week, so I want to thank you for listening to the Comet Podcast being brought to you by Huntington University.